Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Jerry Petito Show. Guys, everyone and anyone out there who knows me knows I am the author of I'm Not an Addict, I'm Just an Ass. I'd rather be a smartass than a dumbass, guys, because 32 years ago this month, I was a dumbass, but through the grace of God, I can honestly say now I'm a smartass. And yes, the word ass is in the Bible at least 40 times. It means donkey, and that's what I was. Guys, I'm saying all that to say this. We've all had all over the world the toughest two and a half years of our lives, right? Some made it and some haven't. Even a family member of mine didn't make it. So I want everyone out there to know that if you need to talk to anyone, I am here for you. I'm a nutritional health coach and I'm a recovery coach. All my services to you are free. No one should ever feel like they should be alone. Okay, um, if you think my book can help someone, which I do, you can go right to Simon & Schuster's bookstore, Archway Publishing. And guys, if anyone truly, truly, truly cannot afford my book, please reach out to me about that as well. Having said that, can you please also go to the Jerry Petito Show YouTube channel and subscribe? I've got some really great things happening. Thank you, thank you, thank you very much. Yeah, that's my Elvis for you. So, I have... An incredible, iconic, legendary guest with me today. I have chills, guys, okay? I'm going to introduce him, and I'm gonna, I am gonna—I don't want to not do it justice, so I'm going to have him tell you a little bit about himself. But here we go, guys. Lou Rotondo from The Passion. Say hello to everyone. How you doing, everyone? Hope every, everybody's fine, and may the Lord be with you forever and ever and ever. And ever and ever. Baby, how are you? Oh my gosh, it finally happened. We're here. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's, it's amazing to find out that I'm still alive and kicking. Okay. You know, 80 years, a long time gone. <laughs> okay, 80 years, baby. So, listen, you know, um, I want to let everyone out there know we will be playing three or four of your incredible songs. Um, they will be played at the end. We'll give them a little mini concert, but we're going to talk about each one of them as well throughout this interview. But... I want you to tell everyone a little bit about your yourself, your journey with the passions, and, and a little bit about you today. Okay, that'll be fine. Everything is coming right off the shelf, believe me. <laughs> so, let's hear it. Shall I pursue with the... I shall pursue, right? Yes. Back in 1959, I was going to a school known as Manual Training High School, and we would, after, after the lunchtime, we would go outside, we'd all be singing outside of bakery shop wow so it was a good friend of mine a very good friend of mine by the name of uh, jimmy gallagher and uh a lot of people probably know know his name and uh he would said to me let's sing together and we would always sing together outside bob and jack's candy store and you know maybe 15 20 people singing everybody was trying to be a singer eventually uh he said he's not going to be into the business anymore and before you know it I find out that he's going up to our agency, Mr. Jim Gribble in New York City at 1650 Broadway, to do a recording. And I, Jimmy calls me and says, I'm doing a recording with this group known as the, uh, I, I think at the name of the time, the Perennials or something similar to that. And I said, Jimmy, lots of luck. You know, he says, but I want to get you with me. I want you to be with me. I said, Jimmy, you have your own thing. I have mine. Whatever happens, happens. Makes a long story short, 1960, he calls me, he says, I want you to come to visit me at the Brooklyn Fox Theater in Brooklyn, at the Alan Freed Show. Okay. So, yeah, I'm, so I go to Manhattan, down, I'm about Brooklyn, downtown Brooklyn, and I look up, 
and he's out, he's out by the window. He says, come up, come up, come up. They let me upstairs. I, I, so he says, let's do a couple of songs. Did a couple of songs with him. He says, you know, I want you, want, I want you with this group. He says, but uh, there's another person that we're looking to get rid of, you know, for some specific reason. I said, Jimmy, do what you have to do and I'll do mine. Eventually, maybe about six months later, after his Just a Vivi recording, and I only want you, he says, I want you with the group. And I start singing with the Passions ever since. I'm there from 19, 1961 until 2020. So wait a minute, hold that thought. So I was born in 1961, and I want to just share something with you. You know, I, I'm an old soul because I always say I was born too late because I grew up with Elvis, oldies, and doo-wop, and I used to laugh and say that I would have had the poodle skirt on, the black leather jacket, and the blue suede shoes, and the ponytail. I loved it all. And I found out through all these incredible interviews, so much went on in 1961 with the music. It was amazing. It was, it was amazing. Were you aware of a guy by the name of Mr. Clay Cole, which was a very good friend of mine? What? Well, tell me the song. Uh, no, he was, he was a, a disc jockey that had a television program. Oh, okay. Then I was born in 61, so no. And then very good friends of mine, the Mystics. Oh, of course. I got got to interview all of them recently, right before the one member passed away. I don't know which member passed away. Yeah, Al Contrera is a a friend of mine, and I've interviewed him several times live in studio here. Uh, Shout out to Al and the Mystics, and he promised me the interview. I only spoke to him the other day, and uh, I know anybody that passed away yeah. i know albie crackalisi philly philly uh philly is still there i don't know who could have possibly passed away yeah of the original group yeah they call know. him call him up okay because we did we did, we got the interview oh, right oh, before wait, wait maybe georgie yes maybe it was georgie yes. yes yes okay so rest in peace georgie yes um so okay continue so 1961 continue So in 1961, we went in and we recorded Made for Lovers with the Passions, okay? And Jimmy left the group and he, he hung up with his other guys from Florida. So Albie and I kept the group going and we kept the, growing, the group going ever since, ever since. And uh, we, did, we recorded an album, we did two albums. We did The Passions Now and Beyond, which is a, a DVD with about 20 songs on there. Then we recorded another album, which was the 78, one of these big, big records, yep. The Passions. And we've been doing shows on our own for at least 15, 20 years. And then now Jimmy came back and Jimmy is doing shows now as alone, former lead singer of The Passions. But we still keep the name alive. We have the trademark... I gave Albie financial background to get the trademark. And before you know it, uh, we just went belly up at, for some reason. Uh, we, we, we love one another, but we really can't work with one another anymore after all these years. Okay. That's what's going on. That's what's going on at this point. Okay. Now, and uh, so now I just got an opportunity about uh, two weeks ago, and... Uh, 
I don't know if you know of a group known as the Royal Teens. Yes, I I have an interview coming up with them. I got to meet them, yes. And uh, they gave me a shot. They want to know if I want to hook up with them. And uh, I actually did say yes. All right. And and I'm just waiting. I'm waiting for a rehearsal. We had one or two rehearsals recently. You know, I, I really feel very down that the passions are no longer part of my part of my make but uh, i have to search i have to research for other areas for me to participate in the music which i love so i want to i want to say something to you you're amazing because you you're the one who gave your age i didn't do that so you said 80 right and here i'm not embarrassed no i love it me neither i love it Okay, and here's the thing. You said 80 and you're talking incredibly young, like you still want to do this, and I love it. You are amazing. Okay, not only I do sound you. like Frank Sinatra. You don't look 80. You're so young. <laughs> yes, you don't look 80. You don't act 80. You sing incredible. I'm so. This, this interview, I'm telling you, I'm so excited. Yeah, All right. but, you know, sometimes I hate to give my age, but the point is, is that I've been around longer than the. Paul Mold cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, you know, I just love everybody. I really love everybody. And sometimes people make derogatory statements against me or about me, and I laugh it off. I said, you know what? You have never been where I was. I laugh it off too. Don't even worry about it, baby. What they say about me? Who cares? Who cares? You know, Grandma Fasano always said to me, "You spit up." It comes down. <laughs> that's right, babes. Now, that's an old fallacy. That's right. The old Sicilians, that's the way they speak. Speak up, spit up, it comes down. So, I want to ask you a few questions. Because yes. these are the things that, like, the fans love hearing, okay? When you were growing up, who were some of your, I'm going to use the word, idols? Who did you look up to in the music industry? Who did you want to be like? I'll tell you who. I'll tell you I, honestly. The Platters. I love Tony Williams. Okay. I worked with Tony Williams. I told at Westbury Music Fair, I said, Tony, you are a person that I would always like to emulate. He says, you're t- telling me. I said, absolutely. I said, we just did a cruise with Herb, Herb Reed, your bass singer, your mind, your bass singer. He says, hey, Herb is a good friend of mine, but I had... Uh, we, we had a couple of uh, uh, discussions, and he didn't want to play with me no more. Okay. So that was Tony Williams. <laughs> true, true gentleman. True. You answered that question so so easily. A lot of people say, oh, there were so many, I can't remember. And you answered that perfectly, so easily. No, well, because I, I meet so many people in the business, or I've met so many people in the business, and uh, we're playing at Radio City Music Hall, and I see this guy walking outside. And I said, how could I help you? He says, well, I want to get inside. <laughs> I said, well, the only thing I could say is that I could take him with me. I didn't know who the guy was. He was a Negro boy, nice guy, nice guy. Take him inside. I, I introduce him. The guy comes out. He says, oh, my goodness, how are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> and it's a famous singer. Who? Famous singer. Who? The guy, 
Benson, George Benson. Really? George Benson. That's I cool. couldn't believe it. I said, George, come with me. He says, by the way, who are you? I says, I'm with a group of passions. <laughs> he says, I'll never forget you. That is <laughs> so forget. cool. You know, and I got a photo. I got a photo with me and him. Me and him and uh, 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 Richard Nader and Debbie Nader. That he is took so a beautiful cool. picture. You know, these are all these are all the people that I meet by accident. This, this was all by accident. It was never planned. There's only one guy that makes a plan for you, and that's the man up above. That's right. So I have a, a silly story for you about someone you know about in a supermarket singing with someone, a friend of mine. Recently, Albie, I think it was. Uh, Albie, uh, Albie Galeon. He was in a supermarket recently, and. Um, Ken Ryan, do you know who Ken Ryan is? He's a DJ. All right. So he's a DJ entertainer, open mic night. He's amazing. Um, and him and his girlfriend, Linda, they sing and they do a lot of benefits and they're just beautiful people. They're good friends of mine. And I got a call yesterday and, uh, Ken said, listen, I'm going to have Linda call you. You won't believe it. I saw that you're interviewing Lou. And you have to tell him this story. So she was in a supermarket, and Albie com- complimented her on her, her top or her hair, whatever it was. And she says, oh, and he says, oh, yeah, I'm so-and-so. And she says, what? She says, I sing a little. She says, let's sing. They were singing in the vegetable aisle. Okay, so ask him about it. It was really cute. Okay, see, well, the story is, is that... Uh I don't see Albie from, from time to time. Because the last show I did with Albie was at the Count Basie Theater. We were together. We finished the show. And uh, he went his way and I went my way. After that, I haven't seen him. Oh, then we okay. did the cruise. We did Right after the cruise, there was some type of uh, ascension. And I don't know exactly what it was, but we broke ties. Okay. I'm not saying I left the group. It's just that yeah. I think I had I had enough I had enough of animosity towards one another. Yeah, you know, and that's about it. But uh, okay. he was always in my corner. I was always in his corner. I was always his backbone. I don't know what happened, but uh, that's I'm I'm happy the way it is now. So all right, so now let's go back to when you guys were singing on the street corners. Okay. So I love those stories. So how old were you when you first started doing that? Do you remember? Of course do I remember. Okay. I had to be 15. What was it like? It was like Easter Sunday, you get dressed, you go up to Prospect Park, and you meet all your friends, and you go into the tunnel in Prospect Park, and there's an echo. Yeah. And you go in there and you sing. And the first song you would do, we were looking for an echo, an echo to our sound, a place to sing in harmony, a place we almost found. The next guy, do up, bop, bum, do up, bop, bum, do up, bop, bum, do up. <laughs> see, uh, that's the way it started. Oh my that's gosh. That's the way it started, you know. And then a good friend of ours at that time, he, uh, eventually he became uh, our manager for a short time, Herbie Cox. Okay. 
we just happened to be by Prospect Park, and there was this this big hotel, and there was a big show going on. But we didn't we didn't have any idea what group was going to be appearing there. So there was an open window because the place at that time, I guess, air conditioning wasn't too too uh, up and about. They had the window open, and me and this fellow named Dennis Thornlow are by the window. And we're listening to the song, and Herbie Cox is uh, singing, "You, you, you, oh baby, you captured me, oh my darling, can't you see? I love you, you love me, that's the way it will always be. Oh yeah, ah, remember that song? Amazing! You, baby, you? Oh my God, amazing! <laughs> <laughs> because he's, he's lives in California now, but he was my, that was my first group. He was one of my first members. <laughs> Danny oh, my gosh. oh, man. So tell me who you, because I'm sure you've met so many people, so I, I don't even need to ask you that, but tell me who haven't you met that you always wish you could have. I wanted, I, well, I did meet him, but I always wanted to sit down and talk with Tony Bennett. Okay. Short story. We just come out of 57th Street and Park Avenue. <laughs> and I pull my car out. This is maybe about 15 years ago. I pull my car out and I'm at a stop sign. And the guy is walking, he's walking across Park Avenue, ready to cross. And I look around and I say, Tony Bennett. And he looks at me, how you doing, buddy? How you doing, buddy? And he crossed the street. I'll never forget that. Then another another but wait you didn't like pull over jump out and say let's talk no because there was traffic oh traffic i would have stopped the traffic horns. traffic was blowing horns all right but i'll give you i'll give you another another little incident i'm driving up 57th street outside of where the copacabana is okay i'm driving up that street right off 7th avenue and i see a guy walking down the street with sunglasses on looking up in the sky I stop my car and I get out. I realize it's John Lennon. No. So I pull out and I said, John, 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 could I have an autograph? And he kept on walking. So I went back to the car and I said, no, I'm not going to get the autograph. I'm not going to. So I go back into the car. All of a sudden, on my fender on the right-hand side, on the back of the fender, he's banging. And he says, excuse me, have you a pen and pencil? <gasps> I jump in the car, I open up the glove compartment, I get a photo and a pencil, and I give it to him, and he signs it. And on the other side was a picture of me when I was a member of the Classics. It was me, Kenny Gillen, and uh, 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 Emil Stuckio. <sighs> when he turned around, it was a color photo, and he had the sunglasses on, and he flinched, he looked at it, he says, oh, the classics. And he looked around, he seen the name of the song on it. Uh, Till, uh, P.S. I Love You. Uh. Here I thought, he says, I had the same song such as that. As I write this letter, I send my love to you. <laughs> P.S. I Love You. Remember that song? Yeah, of course, come on. He sang it to me. And there was this little girl looking up at that, looking up at me as he was signing. And it was Yoko Ono. You know what? This is the Yoko coolest ono. story. My All of a sudden, 
He signs the paper and he writes, are you ready for this? On the back of the photo, he wrote a, like a, a, a photo of himself, like a picture of himself, like a cartoon of himself with a flower. Mm. And he wrote on the bottom, to Lou of the Clems. Oh. <laughs> and I said, okay, good day, because that, you know, that photo, his autograph is worth a fortune. Oh, my goodness. And That's a amazing. A later, he was assassinated. Right. Whatever the whole happened to him. That's amazing. So I give you, I'm giving you a lot of stories. I that's love it. You probably write a book about this. I love <laughs> it. I mean, that's what we want to hear. You know what I mean? Um, I, I can understand. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so now, other than, than your songs, what was one of your favorite songs out there growing up? My, one of my favorite songs? Yes. I'm going to sing it to you right now. Yep. I'll give you, I'll, well, I got some songs here I'll show you. And then you tell me who it is. I can show my face, can go any place. People stop and stare. It's so hard to bear. Everybody knows you left me. It's the talk of the town. Every time we meet, my heart skips a beat. We don't stop to speak, though it's just a week. Everybody knows you left me. It's the talk of the town. We send out invitations to our friends and relations, announcing our wedding day. Friends and our relations give congratulations. What can you face them? What can you say? Let's make up, sweetheart. We can stay apart. Don't let foolish pride keep you from my side. So, Don't let love like ours be ended. It's the talk of the town. It's the talk of the town. Does that make sense? Okay, so I'm going to guess. I'm probably wrong, but I'm going to guess. Is it Frankie? Was it Frank Sinatra? No. Oh, who was it? Perry Como. Okay. My mother, I didn't really listen to, I mean, of course I know who Perry Como is. My mother loved Perry Como, my father. Um, okay, so now, I want to talk about the songs I'm going to be playing. Um, but before I talk about those, I, I want you to tell us about a song. I, I don't have this in queue, but just to be with you, tell us about that song. That song, the first, I'll tell you, that was very peculiar. I was like 17, and Jimmy told me he had a recording contract. But I wasn't with the group at that time, but I was Jimmy's, I was, still was his friend. I came out of my house when I lived on First Street in Brooklyn, and at that time, I had a girlfriend, and we were sitting on the stoop, and her father came up in a, 50, a 1955 Buick and said, it's about time for you to get home. So I walked her over to the car and I leaned onto the, on the door of the car. And all of a sudden I hear on the radio, just to be with you. And I said, that's my friend Jimmy, that's my friend Jimmy. 
And he says, what do you mean your friend, Jimmy? That's my friend. I think guy that I go to school with, manual training. That's him on the recording. That's and I'll never cool. forget that. That's pretty cool. You know, see? That's pretty so, cool. Straight, th things are just thrown at me for some reason. See, it, it, it's put in front of me. And uh, th then before that, I know that he joined the Navy and this, that, and the other things, and we broke ties. And we did a couple of shows together from time to time. But we had to proceed to the highlighted route because we still had to work. We love the business. It's amazing. I love that story. So now tell us about what what this song means to you. This is my okay. love. This is my love. Tell me about oh, that this song. This is my love. Oh, that was a, that, that 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 was a fantastic song because always beside me when I call my golden sunshine when raindrops fall. You know. Everybody had a girlfriend. Everybody had tears when the girl would leave them or when the boy would leave them, leave the girl. There was always a problem. So that had a lot of feeling, and it was a great song. Made for Lovers was another great song. You Don't Love Me Anymore was a great song. Now, what about Hey Girl? What did that mean to you? Hey Girl, I love. Because Freddie Scott, like I said, John Martelli said, we should record that. And it says, we're going to get his wife to do background with you and which we did and on that song I love it hey girl I want you to know I'm gonna miss you so much if you go how could I live how can I go on I'm not trying to emulate these people it's the song that stays with me it stays within my brain well, it functions that's one of my favorite songs because when I was 10 years old, Donny Osmond sang it. Yep. And forget it. Forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> so now, okay, tell us what this song means to you. Count the Tears. The drift is all oh, beautiful. I have counted every day since you've been away. It seems like a thousand years. The best part I like. And that na 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 late at night, na 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 late at night, I sit and count the tears. You've gone and found somebody new. You may be happy, but yet soon you'll be counting every day since she's been away. It will seem like a thousand years in that na 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 late at night, na 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 late at night. You'll sit and count the tears. You'll sit and count the tears. That's beautiful. I got to meet Charlie Thomas as Sonny came live in studio for me. And Rick Shepard I'll be interviewing again. And uh, Terry King's keeping the music alive as well. I mean, it's amazing. Amazing. So, um, you just sang to me. Everybody, did you hear that? Okay, Lou Rotondo just sang to me on the Jerry Petito Show. Yes, yes. All right, I'll, he sang to you too. All right. Um, now, what about Share Your World? That's the tune that I particularly wrote. And it's trademarked. Okay. That's my life. Did you ever hear it? Did you ever hear it? Well, I heard them all because they're in my queue. Uh, okay, because that that was a, that song I wrote, 
and I published it, and uh, I, it's all over the computer. I know that, and uh, sometimes I, I just give CDs out. I have a, I have about three hundred or uh, no, four hundred CDs now and beyond, and uh, I don't sell them no more. I just give them. I give them to people that that really want them. It's beautiful. And uh, because like life plays funny games if you play the rules. It's five o'clock in the morning and I play the fool. Let's take time out and shut it out and find out what life's all about. I want you. I need you. Waiting by the phone, why should I be alone? Ten o'clock's long gone, why must I stay at home alone? I should be on the town and turn my life around and find a new someone to call my own. Sound familiar? Sounds amazing, yes. <laughs> you know... Those are the things uh, that I do. Well, I want to give Dominic Paradise a shout out because he hasn't stopped talking about when is the interview with Lou? When is the interview with Lou? Okay. He's my buddy. He's my buddy. Okay, I love him. And get this. We grew up together. We didn't even know it, though, in Long Island City, New York. So we know a lot of the same people. So that was pretty cool. Um, Amazing. I just hope I didn't overtake your time and by... By singing too much. I, I want to you to sing. You. Are you kidding me? That's what I love the most. I don't do boring interviews. I, You know, the mic is yours, and I love the singing, and I love the stories. That's what it's about for me. Yeah, but see, some people think it's an egotistical, and you're on an ego, and I'm not on an ego. I'm just on, I like to produce and sing songs that I love. So I want to say something about that nonsense. So, all right. I tell everybody the same thing when when people say things like that about other entertainers or whatever, right? And, and this is my response. God gives us all gifts. And it's our job to find out what they are and use them. To encourage others, to help ourselves, and to praise God with it. And that's what you're doing. And that is what you are doing. And if we can say someone else is incredible, we should be able to say the same thing about ourselves. Sometimes I think it's very egotistical. No. But as as I look like this, my, my prophecy is this. Life is like a bank. You put nothing in, you get nothing out. Does that make sense? Of course. And that's my my prophecy, my fallacy. Anything of course. Anything I believe in. You know what? I wasn't going to read a poem today, but I'm going to do it. I just grabbed my book from the floor. I'm going to read a poem because, okay, similar, something that you just said and, and what we're talking about right now and how I feel that we have to share our gifts because if God gave them to us, there's a reason why. And we praise him once we do this. Okay? So it's it's okay. not being egotistical. It's not at all. Okay? It's like saying, God, thank you for giving me this incredible gift. I'm going to read this poem out of my book for you. It's called Utilizing Gifts and Talents. 
We are born with talents. We are born with drive, with different gifts to help us thrive. I knew early on I was born to draw and paint, to also write poetry and to talk without restraint. Our gifts and talents should all be used. God's gift to us not be abused. We can go far in life for sure using our gifts to go on tour. All our talents should be used to create ourselves and more than our jobs to share them to even up the score. You see, in life, what's needed is not just for ourselves. Once our gifts are mastered, take them off the shelves. A living we can make by spreading them around, not just for the money, but to spread a peaceful sound. Don't take for granted the gifts you're given. Go out and spread the joy. Our gifts are not to be held back for us to self-destroy. Put your efforts forth. Do not hesitate. All your talents, my friend, are never second rate. Never hold them back or you will surely die. Maybe not in body, but your soul will cry. Our gifts were made to share. Our talents made to soar. Go through life enlightened and then you can roar. Be proud of who you are. Be happy you're alive. Once again, my friend, your gifts will help you thrive. By putting efforts forth, not keeping them at bay, your name will live forever, forever and a day, Lou. Go through life excited for what you sure can give to yourself and others is our reason to live. Our grave will be quite lonely, but our legacy lives on. Make sure people smile with the breaking dawn. And that's what you're doing for everyone out there, Lou. There's only one thing I could say is that praise the Lord for he is king. That's right. That's right. So before I give them their little mini concert, I want to give you the mic again because I don't want you to think, oh, I forgot to say this or talk about this. I want you to think think it through if there's anything you missed, anything that's up and coming, like whatever it is you want to share with them, the mic is yours. Well, I just want to say this, is that I just got myself as a lead singer, once again, with a group known as the Royal Teens. And they're wonderful people, and I set myself in with them. And Tommy is an ace in more ways than one. And he's very talented. And his musicians that he has are very, very learnative. If you forget something, they will remind you. They're top shelf musicians, and uh, that's all I can say. And uh, I'm waiting. I'm waiting to get another rehearsal with them, uh, which will be, I believe, August first, and then we'll take it from there. And there's one song that they did record, which is about the, I'm trying to look at the sheet. Short shorts? The waves oh. outside my door. Summer's coming on at the Jersey Shore. Surf sand <laughs> and cool rock bands. It's party down the Jersey Shore. Beaches full of girls having so much fun. Riding in on waves, lying in the sun. Surf sand and cool rock bands is party down the Jersey Shore. There's Asbury Park and Belmar Beach. Atlantic City, so easy to reach. When the sun goes down, the party's on. The joints keep rocking from dusk till dawn. Wildwood is jumping with the Philly crowd. The girls are hot 
and the music's loud. Surf and sand and cool rock bands, it's party down the Jersey Shore. From old Sandy Hook all the way to Cape May, 100 miles of beaches dot the shore all the way. Surf and sand and cool rock bands, it's party down the Jersey Shore. That's well, the song. I want to thank you for that. I, I just pulled out my radio book. I will be interviewing Tom Austin, the Royal Teens, October 12th um, on a Wednesday. So, And then I'll probably be back there. Okay. How cool is that? How cool is that? Well, Lou, before I, I close out with your songs, I want to say thank you to you, first and foremost. You have... I, you know, I, I personally, i never seen you once, but just the way you are, I know you have good spirit and good character. Thank and you. And that's the reason why I put all my allegiance to what you... Oh, I love you. But I... I you honored you know, me. It wasn't no imagination, believe me.
band. Great guys, right? Thank you.
people a wonderful, marvelous. Thank you.